Hey, welcome to the Midwest Coast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Malum. Alongside me is co-host Jack Nelson. Jack, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing good, Nick. It's your uh, host with the most, Jack Nelson. I would like to thank Mr. Brett Lamb for joining today. And I would like to give a shout out for, I've been gone for about a month, so I'd like to give a shout out to Phil. Phil, Mr. Bag Takes, and Scott Sperm for taking my spot. <laughs> and with us for the first time, I believe he's first time long time, uh, Brett Lamb. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick, uh, Chauncey the most. Um, yeah, ready to throw some takes. Uh, Phil and Scott's were, were pretty rough on here, so I figured I better pick up their uh, the pace on that one. Well, you get used to that, Brett. They're kind of dumb, so. Yeah, I've known them for a while, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first on their uh, reactions to the NFL draft? Are we doing a uh, team specific here, or uh... I wrote zero notes. I figured that you guys would produce enough content, so. Well, I just hopped right in here. I'd like to say that that was the worst Packers performance I've seen in my life. Thank you. Um, I'm not a Packers fan whatsoever. You've heard my take on Lambeau Field, but uh, I'll just leave it there. Um, you can come back when you get to the Vikings, but for now, you guys can speak about your little uh, precious Packers. Lamb, what did you think about the Jordan Love pick? I, so, I've been mad pretty much for three days now, trying to drink my sorrows away. I just We're one game away from the Super Bowl. We have nobody to throw to besides Adams. Rodgers has said multiple times that he wants to stay throughout his contract, which is four years, and he wants to play after that, seeing how Brady's doing that, Breeze is doing that. So we give up a mid-round pick and jump up for a guy that nobody else is going to take that early. Just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think I am mostly in agreement. However, I have fully convinced myself that Jordan Love is going to be good. Um, because that's what I do every year is I convince myself that the Packers first and second rounders are going to be good. And then they oftentimes are not. Um I, I, I was hoping that they were going to get some sort of skill player to help out the offense. With that being said, though, I am actually a little bit happy about it, too, because I don't know why, but I like to see the misery of people who have just been shitting on Aaron Rodgers for the past two or three years. Um, I know that you've heard it as much as, as, as I have, where everyone's bitching about how he's, I don't know, just some diva quarterback and how he's not a good guy and all this and that and 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 then now they're and now everyone's complaining that they drafted his predecessor when they've just been shitting on him the whole time so yeah i mean is he is he playing like he did in you know 2009 2010 or is you know his mvp year no but he's still a top three quarterback so i mean we can go through some of the other picks but i'd yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah, I like I said, I agree with you, but at the same time, I just sometimes I like it when uh, fan bases who bitch a lot kind of get what they deserve. Hey, you better shut the fuck up, Nick. Come on, dude. Yeah, no, I'm actually not kidding. Is that is that a direct ad at me or what? No, 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 no. This is actually this is actually towards a lot of Packer fans. 
Well, I would also like I would also like if you guys would stop disrespecting my future quarterback in two years, Aaron Rodgers. So your future quarterback in two years. Dude, he's gonna be he's gonna be on the Vikings. Where do you live? I'll come find you right now. Like we, uh, we can throw four thirty two West Gorham. We can throw fisticuffs right now. That's Madison, that's Wisconsin, five three seven oh three. Yeah, I won't be giving out your address to Lamb. He will come down there. He has nothing else to do. Well, he doesn't know what apartment I live in, though. I'll figure it out. Well, you just, I mean, you already know he's going to end up on a different team in two years, and I guarantee you it's going to be the Vikings. I don't blame him. I don't want him, so you guys can keep him. No, this actually goes back to um, this past Wisconsin basketball year where everyone was shitting on Greg Gard. And I actually went to a game and they announced Greg Gard in the pregame and there were boos coming out of the crowd more than there were cheers. And that very moment I said, I kind of hope that Greg Gard gets fired and they can't hire Tony Bennett and they hire some scrub and Wisconsin ends up being a middling team that maybe makes it the NCAA tournament half the time because that would be what all those fans deserve. That's kind of how I feel about this is that Everyone has been shitting on, I, I shouldn't say everyone, but like at least half the fan base, it seems like, has just been shitting on Rodgers for so long. And then now they draft his predecessor and it's just like the world's going to end. And it's like, well, you guys shouldn't have been shitting on Aaron Rodgers this whole time and now shitting on this pick. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then, okay, so we go with a running back. You got Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams on there. So that means we're going to cheap out. We're not going to pay Aaron Jones. So we we draft two guys in the first two rounds that are going to sit for two years, not help us out at all. And then in the in, with our third pick, we get an H-back that on a lot of people's boards wasn't even rated. Like, they don't even know. Like, he's a, he's a fullback. Yeah, that was an interesting pick. I would have to agree. The running back pick actually makes more sense. I, I don't know if I would if I would have drafted him so high, but I guess if they liked him that much, I guess it makes sense. But uh, that guy was a stud in college. Like I I do remember actually watching him. Like he's hard to bring down. It does make sense that they drafted a running back at some point because because they drafted Jones and Williams in the same year, and they're both going to be free agents coming up this year. And it kind I mean it's. It was for sure that they weren't going to sign both of them. So you probably let Williams go if you can main, if you can retain Jones. And then now you have two running backs again because there's no way that you're going to just go with one running back there. Yeah, and I, I get that. It's just who was available for receivers st- there still. I mean, we could have got Mims, you know, one of those other guys. So, um, like, like you said, at the, at the, at the pick that they took him, this kind of didn't make sense to me. And then Nick, not to, not to go off base here, but the thing that's pissing me off the most is I'm on Twitter. I don't know how much you guys are on there, but these stooges on there are just ridiculous. So there's, there's this Corey Benanke. You ever heard of him? No. Yeah, dude's a clown. Yeah, so he runs some, like, Packers vision. So this was his tweet. He said, um, if you're hating on these picks, you need to re-evalu- your, reevaluate your life goals. What a fucking stooge. <laughs> what a stooge. 
that's, that's yeah <laughs> like we, we can't say anything about it we have to just take it in stride that we just messed up our whole entire draft not gonna happen buddy fuck that guy yeah I agree Jack what are your thoughts on the draft do you have any let's just talk about a, a great Vikings draft boys I don't know if you followed the Vikings at all but we filled all of our needs and some it's just it's amazing today how we in the third day of the draft rounds four through seven we filled so many key roles with guys who are in a's and b draft grades on the third day while trading most of our picks for next player for next draft yeah it's too bad that you guys drafted laquan treadwell 2.0 on the first round yeah we'll see about that buddy Hey, call me when uh, Jordan Love has as many touchdowns as a has more touchdowns than interceptions. So, but also I would like to say I I am a I'm a fan of Justin, Justin Jefferson. I'm a little sad today that we didn't go out and get Tyler Johnson from Minnesota because he was still there in the sixth round. Fifth, when did he go? Fifth or sixth round? I think it was sixth round. He went. He was still there. That was a potential target for you guys, but you settled for. Tim Buck two wide receivers, but <laughs> I mean, all around excellent performance. I have I don't really have a lot to say. I mean, the draft was everything that I expected to be and more. I would have liked to get some more wide receivers instead of two, but that's okay. I'm sure other Viking fans would come out and say that that's not right. I do like Troy Die out of Oregon. He has a A in draft grades. Um, that's a pretty good fourth round pickup. James Lynch is also a beast. I don't know if you've seen his highlights. I didn't think that we would get him at all. I thought he'd be the first pick today, actually, to the Bengals, but we got him at 130. And then we got Troy Dye two picks later. So those are two solid fourth round picks to start the day. I think that we really picked it up late draft. I don't know about the um, Jeff Gladney pick from TCU. I really wanted Winfield, but... Jeff Gladney looks like a like a pretty physical specimen. Um, right now with Kirk Cousins, I feel like we had how many picks do we have here? Let me count real quick, boys. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Looks like we had 17 picks. Um, I'm still not very high on Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, I know I've said he's a beast in previous podcasts, but. 17 picks isn't going to get us over the hump of going fucking 8-8 eight and eight this year, boys. Um, no high hopes. I would like to go back and say that on the very first podcast, I said Stefan Diggs would get traded, and he did. Um, and I know most people at the time were saying that that's a possibility, but a lot of people, I think Nick argued with me on that. But yeah, he's a Buffalo Bill now, and I'd like to say that I was right about that. I'd also like to say that Phil's a fucking scumbag, and he owes me $50. <laughs> and... Um, I don't really have a lot of draft takes. If, if we had a bad draft, I could go on for days, like how bad your guys' draft was. Uh, I do kind of, I do kind of believe in this whole Jordan Love thing, though. For you boys, I mean, a quarterback in the first round was Aaron Rodgers. Um, Jordan Love isn't from a big school. Um, I don't think you guys have really, other than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Cal isn't a big school, anyways. It's usually a Pac-12. Cry, cry baby, but Jordan Love, what's what is Utah State? Was that Mountain West? Mountain West. Yeah. Uh the other two quarterbacks that you guys have drafted, what was it? What was that? Was it Brett Hundley? Is that the other one? 
Yeah, that was a late round though. Brett Hundley and then Deshaun Kaiser, some two deep, some big D one prospects that haven't really worked out for you guys. So, uh, I actually, I, I mean, other his accuracy is not there. I mean, I don't think he's a guy you trade up for when he just when he threw twenty touchdowns and seventeen interceptions. Uh, you guys base everything off the um, what was it twenty eighteen season? But I mean, who do you play against at Utah State? What's the best team you play against? Sacramento State? I don't fucking know. Uh, but I don't know. Not a lot of draft reactions from this guy. I was pretty excited with uh, our late round performance. Not too happy with our early round performance. I don't think Cleveland is as good as a tackle as he looks. Uh, Boise State again. Who do you play at Boise State? So I, it's just uh, I didn't really have a lot of time to do a ton of thinking here. You know, Nick just texted me and said, hey, we're podcasting right now. And he sent me the fucking link like a scumbag. So I'm sitting here looking like an idiot. I'm on fucking CBSNFL.com trying to get my shit together here. But uh, I will recoup. I'll drink a couple beers here. I'll crack a couple jokes and uh, I'll sound better. So, and I'm back. I know most of you guys listen to this podcast for me, and I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <What's> your, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate Lamb being here today. I wish Lamb was on here instead of those other two scumbags. I don't know why you uh, invited them the last two weeks, Nick. But <laughs> yeah. My Lamb. apologies. 100%. Funny story. Let's go off top of it right here. Last time I saw Lamb, uh, we were at a cabin up in uh, northern Wisconsin. Nick's cabin, rest in peace. The what was it? What was it? Excursion. What was it? Poskin. Rest in peace, Poskin. Last time I saw Lamb, he was sitting on a chair and he drank at least eighteen beers. I picked up after him. <laughs> that was fully functional, and the only vocabulary he had inside of him was "fucker." I did. So I would like to, I would like to tell you guys that Lamb's a great guy. And that he's going to be a good addition to this podcast, and that you won't have to listen to those other two scumbags anymore. Glad I could be some entertainment for you boys that weekend. You, you're entertainment for me all the time, baby. Don't worry about it. All right, and that's our draft recap. Uh, Lamb, you got anything else? I don't. We didn't really touch base on any other teams, but I guess I didn't really care. Yeah, just uh, to go back to the Vikings. Um, Nate Stanley, you know, he's a local Wisconsin guy from Menominee, so um, I can see him taking over Kirk Cousins' job week two, probably. So, uh, <laughs> Iowa, Iowa though. Kids, I mean, I don't know a lot kids, about him. Uh, I'll be honest with you. He's a gamer. Is he? Oh yeah, he'll come I in mean, there and work. He's got a C grade, so we'll see how that goes. The guy has a huge arm and just zero accuracy, but he is a gamer. I mean, I got a huge arm too, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to sling the ball here and there. Dante Culpepper reincarnated. That's what he... Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I think the only other real big storyline throughout the weekend was Jalen Hurts going... In what the second round to the Eagles? What do you guys think of that? Yeah, so one of my one of my good buddies, Nick, you know him, Spencer. He's he's a big Eagles fan, and he was about just as disgusted with that as we were with our draft picks. So um, not a lot of love from the Eagles fans, and they're notorious assholes anyway. So it's just not going to be. I don't think it's going to be good reception for him. But I mean, he's a good locker room guy. He's proved that at, at Bama. You know, Tua taking over and him him working with them, and you know just being that locker room guy. So I think once he gets in there, they'll love to have him. Maybe try to do some Taysom Hill stuff with them, get him out on the field, uh, present some some matchup problems there. But yeah, Eagles fans were definitely not happy with that one. 
Yeah, that seems a little high. I could see, I could see maybe him being like a Taysom Hill type player for him, but even even that, I'm not sure that that warrants a second round pick. I, I think he's gonna. I mean, Jalen Hurts is gonna play no matter what. Will I think he'll start? No. Will Carson get Wentz? Will Carson Wentz get hurt halfway through the season? Yes. Is that Jalen Hurts' time to shine? Yes. Um, he's also playing for Doug Peterson, so like I like I like the Taysom Hill comparison. There's no way this guy doesn't see the field week one. You know they're gonna. I bet you he'll be in there a lot of wildcat stuff. Might throw the ball here and there, but I feel like he'll be in there wildcat. And then I'm telling you right now, Carson Wentz will be hurt by week four. So, I mean, who's the other option? They still have what was it? Nate something. Sudfield. Sudfield. Yeah, he gave him to Modesto Christian. Shout out to Christian. It's high school where I grew up, but. Yeah, I, I mean, he's going to play no matter what. I see him as a Taysom Hill fit, but I don't see him as a Taysom Hill directly because I don't think he's quite as fast as Taysom Hill or mobile. And I mean, he's just he's just a tough dude. And I, don't, I think when you play for a Doug Peterson system, you play. Everybody plays. Everybody gets in. So, Also, shout, yeah. out, shout out Eagles. They just picked up Marquise Goodwin. And a lot of people are pissed about their wide receiver pick in the first round. So I think they're going to do just fine. There you go. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I think that he's best suited to be a Taysom Hill type. I'm, I'm not sure that he can be an effective, um, traditional quarterback. But if you kind of put him as kind of a gadget player, I actually think that he can do pretty well. So, Lamb, do you have anything else? So, just the only other call out I have is, uh, what is up with ESPN and the NFL draft? Just sob story after sob story. Like I'm trying to enjoy this and everything they talk about. This person died. This person died. This person died. I mean, come on, lighten it up a little bit, man. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that it should have been on like the lifetime network instead of ESPN. Right. Um, I, yeah, I didn't get that at all. My favorite too was the, uh, the details about some of the draft picks. Like, I forget who the player was, but one of the, you know, there's so much stuff you could put on there. Like, you know, the stats or, you know, what what he did. One of the players, his big thing was his first word that he spoke was ball. (laughs) And another guy was started playing football at four years old. How how do you start playing football at four years old, Nick? Yeah, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? They're playing football at four. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, some of the, some of those odd stats were really ridiculous. One of them was like, just started learning how to play guitar. It's like, well, is he? Does that mean he's a, he's a guitar player then? Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me. Can I just build on the sob story concept here? Um, yeah, I, all these guys have some pretty sad stuff that's happened to them. Um, but yeah, it did seem like everybody had a sob story, and I, I'm sorry to those guys. I, I deeply feel for you, but like, as an as a genuine football fan, and you're not happy with the pick, and you immediately talk shit on that pick right away, and then all of a sudden ESPN drops some kind of bombshell on you, and you just feel like a piece of shit right away. I was just like, I couldn't talk shit on any pick because all of a sudden they had something bad that happened in their life and we've all had something bad happen in our life but all of a sudden I was like okay I'm an asshole because I just talked shit on this pick you can't ditch it I mean like I said it, yeah it should have been on Life Lifetime Network or E! News you know it was 
it was a little rough. I, I, at the same time, I feel for the guys, but like, how am I supposed to talk shit on you? And I just heard that you were in a car accident when you were four years old. <laughs> exactly. It's like, goddamn. And then, in the same respect, too, like, some of the, you know, this is the biggest day of these guys' lives for the most part. And like, Cephas, okay, he gets drafted. They don't show us highlights right away. They don't talk about the kind of player he is. All they talk about is, you know, the case that he had at at Madison. You know, some of their that had disciplinary issues you know that's the first thing that they bring up like i would like them like to see you know them talk about the player their stats and then you know a footnote after that but and also i don't goddamn one republic singing some stupid song (laughs) yeah but that that's actually not like a new thing i feel like I feel like the NFL draft always picks some stupid song every year to play over like and Luke, over. Like Luke Bryan? Who wants to listen to Luke Bryan? Like, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I was kind of wondering that too when he was being live. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about this at all. I mean, like, like the Bill and Lamb's point. Like, I feel for the guys, and I like some of the, you know, a lot of them got like some pretty inspirational stories. But let, let's just talk about what they achieved first, please. Thank you. And then we'll hear everything else earlier, and then we can grieve or you know feel for the guys. But I'd rather feel like what they're gonna, what they've done, and what they've done for my team is a little bit more important than their life story at the moment. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they almost should have done kind of what they're doing with the Last Dance, where like you know how the Last Dance is like on ESPN, there's swear words, and on ESPN two, there's not. Like they should have done like on ABC, there's you know. They're like for whoever wants the human interest story, they can go to, e- to ABC. But whoever wants the hard hitting like football stuff, go to ESPN. If if that's what they really wanted to do, that'd have been fine. But yeah, shoving this the these sob stories down my throat. That yeah, that definitely well, turned me off. And I'm I'm intrigued by the stories. Get me, I'm intrigued by the stories. But when I'm sitting there ten beers deep watching the draft. Let's just like not take five minutes to announce the selection and then ten minutes to describe the selection. Let's talk about it later, and then we could start to feel who our new players are. Right. I agree. All right. I think that's all the time we have for our draft coverage. Up next, we're going to talk about the last day. All right. Welcome back to the Midwest Coast Podcast. We are going to break down the last dance. I believe that both of you guys watched it the night of, right? Yeah, correct. All right. Um, so just a couple questions for you. Um, so I was going to ask, what was your favorite part? Uh, I, this is kind of lame for me, but because you can find it on YouTube and stuff, so it's not even anything like spectacular but um the end of episode one with the entrance music when they're um announcing the starting five that song and the whole build up to uh, like mj's entrance just that gives me goosebumps every time like without without fail and i hadn't seen it in a while and seeing that again was just like awesome Jack, what, Jack, what was your favorite part? Um, I just, I just like to ponder upon uh, all the shit that was talked on Scotty Pippen's agent 
um, towards the end of the second episode on Twitter and uh, social media because a lot of people forget that that guy is also Nick Saban's agent. And uh, I don't think he's a bad agent. I just think that's what Scotty wanted at the time, a long-term deal. And he I don't think he really read the, the fine fine print on his contract when he signed that contract. I think that was a fair part. I'm also very, very excited for this week's episode because Dennis Rodman is such an interesting specimen. Um, also, I'd like to say that the Bulls GM, i forgetting his name in the moment. What was his name? Jerry something, Krause. right? Jerry Krause. That guy is a fucking scumbag. <laughs> and he looks like a fucking... Everybody's like, he's really a nice guy on and off the court. No, that guy looks like a fucking scumbag. And I would like to leave. I would. I'd like to think that. Hopefully, the rest of the show paints a bad picture of him because he looks like that type of guy that, if he dropped five bucks in front of you, or if someone dropped five bucks, even though he's a multimillionaire, he would come up to you and stab you in the back and take the five bucks and run because he's just a short little fuck. <laughs> um, that analysis makes no sense. But Jerry Krause, you could fuck off. All right, and uh, there you go. Lamb. Right. Yeah, Kraus, I mean, that's been beat into the ground. He's, you know, just a terrible person. You go from a baseball scout to a GM. I mean, you got to give him props for putting the team together, but how he ended or handled it at the end, just just a terrible guy. I could see why Space Jam had that uh, that owner of Space Mountain look like Jerry Kraus now. Kind of makes once you go rewatch it, it kind of makes a little more sense. Um few other things that I kind of wrote down here. Um Jordan just rolling in with his convertible and parking it not in a spot and just leaving it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Big dick stance right there. Just, I don't give a shit about these parking spots. You, you go park my car. Also, all, I just, I love like, just like the 90s style of like my suit is three times too big for me, you know? I wish I could do that now and not get judged. Like Michael Jordan is wearing a suit coat that's all the way down to his knees. <laughs> it's crazy. So that was my second <laughs> point. True. When he's doing the interview in one of them, he's wearing camel like shorts. Like if we go back to super bad, nobody's got a hand job and cargo shorts since Nam. Like I, <laughs> I his style sucked back in the 80s and 90s and it still sucks so that was pretty crazy um i never knew that david stern had a mustache oh you didn't like so when they when they showed young david stern i was like holy holy shit should have brought that look back and just jordan saying that he didn't go into that hotel room and do a bunch of blow with his teammates to suck bullshit yeah, it's such a fucking lie. You're a rookie. You did whatever they told you to do. Yeah, especially since he's like, I don't know. Yeah, especially kind of knowing him and what he did. Like, there are stories about him, like, going to, like, being out in, like, Atlantic City all night prior to, like, a Knicks, like, playoff game. I, yeah, I don't see how he didn't go into that. Well, there's no way you're surrounded by Dennis Rodman 24-7 and you're not hitting the hookies and the blow every night, you know? Like, there's no way. Well, I don't think that Dennis Rodman was on that team when he was a rookie. 
even if you're not a rookie, there's no way you're around Dennis Rodman. You, you don't you don't ski the slopes once or twice and hit the hookies. You know, there's no way. Especially yeah. as a young guy, I'm a young NBA guy traveling city to city. You know what they all say? Every every NBA guy who's not married to their high school sweetheart, shout out LeBron James, is at the club every night, you know? Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, Lamb, do you have any other notes on that? Otherwise, I'm going to yeah, ask my so next question. Two more things here. Uh, Bob Costas. So that was, we had a young... Young Bob Costas doing some some interviews there. His mustard yellow suit, like it reminded me of like Jim Helper trying to dress up as Dwight. <laughs> Not Dwight, but Jim Helper trying to be Dwight. That's how Bob Costas looked. <laughs> and then my last one is uh, I want to preface this by saying he's I'm sure he's probably a, a really good guy, good family man, but. Bill Wennington looks like he is in a neo-Nazi tribe or a biker gang. <laughs> he, does. he does. That's all he I does. think of when I saw him. I'm like, yeah, this guy, this guy rides Harley for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. Um, the next thing that I was wondering is, I don't, I don't know. Lamb is a big. Um, big kind of kind of uh um historian on on these bulls but um i know that i'm gonna learn a lot throughout this entire docuseries and i was just wondering if there was anything that you guys learned from these first two episodes my my two things were in landmite slamming the face for this first one but i actually didn't know that uh jerry kraus basically said that 97 98 would be the last year that those guys were going to be together and that uh phil jackson was going to be the coach no matter what even if they like had a historic season and won the championship and all this stuff like they were just going to be dismantled which seems like if that were to happen now like that guy would get absolutely crushed like i can't even imagine um and then I also had no idea that Scottie Pippen was paid so little when he was with the Bulls. And I also didn't know that Scottie Pippen um, demanded a trade and just kind of held out. Uh, Jack, you have anything? Yeah, I actually didn't know. Um, I knew Jerry from my from my dad. I knew Jerry Cross was a hated person on the Bulls. But I, I, I'd say the same thing. I had no idea that Jerry Krause was pushing people out like he did I actually thought it was really interesting that he invites everybody to his daughter's wedding or whatever some kind of party but just leaves Phil Jackson out I actually think as much as I hate the guy I I, uh, I think he was kind of bullied <laughs> I mean if you watch some of those clips of Jordan just talking shit to him and everybody's shitting on him I mean if I was a GM I, I literally hold the key to these guys' future and they're talking shit on me it's like can you blame the guy at the end of the day yeah he's a fucking scumbag for what he did and I, I don't agree with it whatsoever but if I'm a short little stubby little motherfucker I'd probably be like you're out of here buddy and I don't I don't they, they haven't said what Phil really did to him and that's why I don't really understand I mean I've always liked Phil Jackson but I, other than him just having short man's disease I don't really fucking know what his issue is so 
I mean, obviously, I was born in 98, yeah. so I don't know a ton. You know, I know what I've heard from my dad and being a sports fan and what I hear. So I'm pretty much learning as this goes, too. That's why I'm so intrigued by the show. It's just... Uh, it's just interesting, you know. Everything, everything's pretty interesting. I, I think the whole Scotty Pippen situation with obviously Jerry Krause knew what he was doing. I think he manipulated Scotty Pippen, but that's, you know, that's what Scotty Pippen. I want to, I want a long-term deal, and I want to be a bull for life. I want to be this and that. You know, he kind of walked himself into it as well. So, as much as I know, I started this podcast with saying fuck Jerry Krause, but at the end of the day, is Jerry Krause wrong? And I want to hear what Chef say about that lamb because. You obviously know more about the Bulls than I do, so clearly. So I mean, I was I was six years old the last time the group was together, so that's that. But my my dad was a big Bulls fan growing up, so I watched some yeah. of the games. But honestly, you can compare how Krause treated the 98, 97-98 team to the Packers draft. like Krause was looking ahead okay these guys are getting older we're gonna screw all them let's get these new guys in here they're courting that Floyd guy that coach you know they wanted the next the next group instead of trying to win now I mean they could have won probably two or three more championships you know so I think there's definitely a connection between those two um, instances there I would say that that is a little far-fetched because what Krause did, it was absolutely like absurd. It, like, in my opinion, it, like, it was absolutely absurd to just be like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter how awesome we are. Like these guys are getting older and we are just, this is going to be it no matter what. Like they, like they obviously would have still had a pretty good shot at winning another championship or two, like with the same guys. And he's just like, no, I'm good. We're going to move on. And you have a you have a right to your opinion. It's wrong, but you have a right to it, so I respect that. But yeah, I mean, I just think I just think that to to compare those two things is maybe a little bit much. I mean, it's the draft just ended, and you're upset, <laughs> and you're going off about how it's as much of a travesty as as dismantling one of the greatest dynasties of all time with the best player of all time. Is it recently biased? Probably, but that's all. For sure, for sure it is. For sure it is. Lamb, was there anything that you learned from the from, yeah, I, from the I, first I, two episodes? Yeah, the same with you guys. I, I didn't know the behind the scenes stuff. So like the, the contracts, them them canceling all that, I, I actually didn't know that either. Um, I was just more, you know, knew the players and uh, the stats and stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. So uh, the last thing that I had was um, what I, I I know Jack kind of already mentioned what he's looking forward to, but um, it was what what are you looking forward to in the upcoming episodes? And what I'm really looking forward to, they kind of they kind of showed just a little bit of a a uh, um, preview coming up, and it's the Bad Boy Pistons in that whole series. Um, I just think that that team is really fascinating and watching kind of re watching some of that footage. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Jack. What do For you guys upcoming episode? I, yeah. just, I think Dennis Rodman is hilarious and I'm like so excited to like get an inside look at his life. 
I'm sure he's at home crying right now morning because his buddy Kim Jong-un's very ill. But <laughs> I'm just like uber excited because <laughs> I don't know, like I said, like I wasn't born. I don't know a lot about the, you know, 97, 98 Bulls, but I know a lot about Dennis Rodman just because he's so, he's such a weird, interesting character that, I mean, even if you don't know basketball, it's still something interesting for anybody to watch when we have nothing else to watch except the draft and something and it's not prime time but it's you know it's something new for all of us and i think that uh i think we're gonna learn a lot about the guy but at the same time i feel like we already know what we're gonna like we know what to expect like what we're gonna see and what we're gonna hear so yeah he's definitely a weird dude Lam, so are you looking forward looking to anything forward to, they showed a little bit of the uh practice footage i hope to god they had video of jordan punching steve kerr right in the nose if they have that, <laughs> yeah, the, the documentary will be yeah. worth everything point. they've done for it. And uh, I'd like them to dive into um, Jordan's gambling a little bit, see how much money he was actually blowing down in Atlantic City and all that. I think that'd be interesting to uh, to add to the doc. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. Um, do you guys have any, any uh, parting thoughts about uh, last dance before we move on. It's a great show. Thank you for giving me something during quarantine, ESPN, you scumbags. Fuck Disney companies. Mark Mark Eden is a dumbass. <laughs> that's a, that's the, how I'll end this. All right, and there you have it. Um, do you guys still want to stick around for the, uh, the uh, trivia game that we got going? Yeah, I'm down. All right, next we'll have a little uh, trivia with Jack and Lamb. Boys, I'm fucking pissed. I can't figure out how to order my toppers. It won't even go through the delivery button. Like when I try to hit enter, it doesn't hit enter, and I'm just trying to get some topper sticks. It's pissing me off. First world problems. Welcome back to the Midwest Coast Pod. Um, we are going to do a little trivia here with Jack and Lamb. Now, Lamb just turned 28, which would put the age difference um, of the two guys uh, seven years. So um, in honor of that, and just to kind of illustrate the age difference, um, I came up with this trivia game. It's called When You Were 14. Um, so Jack is going to have to... Jack is going to have to answer trivia from the year 2013 and Lamb is going to have to answer trivia from the year 2006, which is obviously going to be more difficult since that was 14 years ago. But um, Jack is going to have the first question of each topic. And just so you boys know, uh, this Lamb's question is going to be very similar. Um, so he'll have a little bit of time to think about what his answer is going to be. And then um i also kind of catered it a little bit towards lamb um in some of the wording as well just to kind of handicap it a little bit uh, yeah, <laughs> jack are you ready Nicholas. all right in 2013 the kansas city Chiefs selected this offensive tackle out of central michigan number one overall 
Can we steal? It's an honor of the draft, buddy. You cannot steal. What the fuck is this? Is he a pro bowler? This guy's still in the league, dude. Um, Is he a pro bowler, Lamb? I gotta guess, though. Is he still on the Chiefs or was he traded? I do not believe he's on the Chiefs anymore. I could be wrong. Oh, Did I'm you fucking cheat? sitting here trying to order Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Eric Fisher is the correct answer. All right. Lamb, in 2006, the Houston Texans selected this defensive end out of North Carolina State, oh, number come. one overall. Uh, North Carolina State. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Because you're under a lot of pressure. These are some these are some tough questions. I think I'm taking the fucking SAT. Okay. Well, I tried to pick a year. I tried to pick two years where the the number one overall pick was not like just a gimme. David David Carr was the quarterback. Um, when you say this, I'm gonna be so goddamn pissed. Yeah, you are, because he played in the league for for a decent amount of years and was actually pretty decent. I don't even have a goddamn guess. The correct answer is Mario Williams. Yeah. What the fuck kind of questions are these? Am I supposed to be like Adam Schefter here? What the fuck are we doing? well, that was kind of in honor of the draft. I, mean, I figured I I'd pick yeah, a draft question. All right, fair enough. I kind of thought that you were kind of a draft whiz, I mean, so I, I thought that that was kind of in your favor. But All right, Jack. Uh, this track by a relatively white, uh, new white rapper was the number one song in 2013. What? What diss track? No, so it's kind of like a Jeopardy phrase. So this track by a relatively new white rapper was the number one song in 2013. Is he a rapper or is he a nobody? Yeah, that's what I said. Pop? Is it a rap song what? or was it was it like kind of on the edge of rap and pop? Um, I would say it's kind of on the edge, but I, I don't is know. Is he still rapping today? Uh, yes, I believe so. <sighs> Fuck. Lamb, would you know this one? Yeah, I think I got it. <sighs> A relatively new white rapper in 2013. There's not many of them. There's not. Right. But like I'm confused. Let's see. I want to say. I want to say. Uh, Donald Trump, Mac Miller. Fuck. Is it that uh, is incorrect, Lamb? Do you know it? Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It what? is. That he's not a rapper. He's not a rapper. He that's what I was gonna say. You, oh, I'm fucking sick. That's why I said. That's I would why say I said, that every single one of his. Pop or was he a rapper? 
I would say that every single one of his verses in that song is rapping. So I don't know what you're That's bitching about. Such bullshit. I was literally gonna say that. That is not bullshit at all. All right. Lamb in 2006, one hit wonder, Daniel Powder produced you this number one day. billboard top Just 100 like a, song. Had a bad day. That is correct. All right. Jack, are you still flustered or are you with me? All right. In 2013, this East team won the NBA championship. What is the Boston Celtics? That is incorrect. It was the Miami Heat. I'm a fucking idiot. That's, that was a I'm so focused <laughs> on my pizza. Yeah, that's a that's a tough look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Lamb in 2006, this East team won the NBA championship. Oh, Miami Heat too. Yep, Shaq, Shaq and D-Wade. That is oh. correct. All right. Uh so so far it is Lamb with two correct answers and Jack with one. All right, Jack, this next question is a bit obscure, but I hope that you remember it. In 2013, ESPN had to issue an apology for Brent Musburger's comments made about this quarterback's girlfriend. College or football? College or NFL? College. Actually, I believe it was in the national title game, but it might have been it in was. the semi. Uh, yeah, I think it was the national title game. These questions are fucking screwed up, dude. I honestly, I, I don't know. The correct answer is what AJ McCarron. Like uh, he said times. something about how hot she was. Yeah, I believe her name was Catherine Webb, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think it was. A lot of a lot of Google searches back in the day, bro. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. This is just like yeah, a podcast. A part, huh? <laughs> I well, I didn't I that's didn't set right. it up that I'm, way, I'm but yes, I guess it is. Content guy. All right, Lamb, in 2006, this QB won the national championship game in what some it's consider young. to be the best national championship game of all time. X just rewatched that. That is game. correct. <laughs> so that, that, that and my family's from Texas. So. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I suppose. All right, Jack, you have some right. some ground to pick up here. In 2013, this still popular network comedy ended. I'll repeat it. In 2013, this still popular network comedy ended. NBC. Um, I uh, that might be cheating, but I'll tell you. I believe it's NBC. What is the office? That is correct. All right. Lamb, in 2006, 
this popular comedy aired by Fox ended. You know, back then I just watched sports 24 seven. Yeah, I feel like you would have had an appreciation for this show. It was on for a long time. Yeah, I don't know if I'd get it without a hint. I don't think I can give you a hint because if I give you All any right, of the actors, me, you're going to get them. Here. Um, 2006. Uh, no idea. Pass. The correct answer is that 70s show. You know, I, yeah, I, I didn't, figured. I didn't watch that like, <laughs> to start, though. Like, it was always reruns on some other channel. That's how I kind of got so, but Yeah, that's true. It. That's true. <clears throat> All right, Jack. In 2013... This Big East team defeated Michigan in the NCAA Tournament Championship 82-76 to to secure its first championship since 1986. I have a feeling I know who it is, but I don't want to mess up the Big East right now. This Big East team as in still in the Big East. That is that no. They were the big. They were in the Big yes. East. And so now they'd be in the ACC. I feel like you're kind of <laughs> put, you're kind Louisville, of pushing bro. it here I was with just your. Trying to see if you talk if they're in the ACC or not. Fucking cock. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <clears throat> Lamb in 2006. This SEC team defeated UCLA in the NCAA Tournament Championship 73-57 to to secure its first ever championship. I want to say Florida, but... Yeah, let's go with Florida. That is correct. All right, I have one question left, and... Let's see here. What is the uh, Lamb has Lamb has four correct, and Jack has Jack has three correct. So Jack, you can still tie Lamb if you get yours correct. You win, Jack. Yeah, no pressure. Jack, in 2013, Rolling Stone named the number one hip-hop album by this artist. This artist? What do you mean? Um, the, the guy who sang the, oh, the, the album. Yeah, Rolling Stone named the number one hip-hop album by this artist. What 
I'll give you a hint. It's not Macklemore. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> that is incorrect. It is Kanye West. All right, Lamb. I guess uh, it's time to time to kind of rub it in here. In 2006, this artist produced the album King, which was number one on the Billboard Top Rap Albums King. for five weeks. Um, let's see here. God, I'll listen to back then. It was Three Six Mafia. No, it wasn't them. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with. Uh, no, it was not Three Six King. Mafia. That is incorrect. It's T.I. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, anyways, Lamb wins four to three. Good yeah, game, boys. Okay. <laughs> let me, let think, uh, me quiz you on the next one. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, just, Lamb, uh, do you have any departing thoughts? Thanks for you guys letting me join. Uh, I've had a lot of fun uh, talking some shits and venting out some of my anger with the package draft. So I appreciate it, and hopefully uh, I can be back soon. Yeah, we'd love to have some, you. Uh, Jack, you got anything? Toppers, your website is fucked. Um, I moved into a new apartment here in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm living a great life right now. I would also like to say that uh, I know Phil's going to listen to this and you're a fucking scumbag. Scott, I'm sorry I've been mean to you. I don't know why you hate me, but that's okay. Um, I would also like to say that I'm sorry I've been gone the last month. Um, Nick has been recording without asking me for uh, two times. The other two times he asked me and it was just at a very inconvenient time. So, um, yeah, I'll leave it there. I'll be definitely, I'm done with school now pretty much. So I will definitely be on all the next podcasts and hopefully I will not get quizzed on shitty albums and I almost fucked up the office one and that would have I probably if I if I got the office question wrong I would have left the podcast indefinitely um I definitely <laughs> took some thought it definitely took some time <laughs> but uh yeah I actually would like to have Lamb Lam back I actually like your takes um and yeah uh I'm here I'm uh not batshit drunk like I am on the other ones so uh Sorry if I wasn't as funny as I usually am. That's an apology to my fans. There's always next time, buddy. I know you guys are all my fans, so uh, I'm getting deep in my feelings here. All right, and there you have it. Thanks, boys. Uh, and that was the...